Good evening, junkies. How's everybody doing on this Sunday evening? I guess for an evening now. Yeah. <laughs> so used to doing these during the week. So coming out on a Sunday is a little bit, a uh, little bit different. But we wanted to get everything out because so much dropped last week. There's a lot of information that we want to cover in a short time because um, there is a football game on at <laughs> seven. 20. I'm not sure which team, you know, is playing, but, you know, go Bears. And when I last saw, the Packers aren't doing so well. So for our Wisconsin friends out there who are Packers fans, I kind of feel for you guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like Sarah said, we do have a lot to talk about. It looks like it's just going to be the two of us. I don't know if anybody else from our team is going to uh, hop in here at some point. If they do, I will go ahead and add them to the stream. I'll just say hello because I'm seeing a bunch of hellos come in through the uh, through the chat. So I'm not going to be able to get to everybody, but we are saying hello. Hey, go Bears. Yes, go Bears. Oh, we have a crew on here right now. We do. We do. Especially Maybe when... Sunday night is a good time. <laughs> yes, it very well could be. We might have our new time to do our uh, these live uh, live streams. So as everyone knows, starting uh, Friday, Fright Fest is back in full form. Saturday. Saturday. Preview night. Right. We don't start Friday night. We so. don't start Friday. That's preview. <laughs> preview night for the employees. Luckily. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. Friday, Thursday. I don't know. It's Sunday, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I ran nine miles earlier today. I'm not a lot of sleep. So well, I finally get to leave my house tomorrow. All I'm right. really excited. <laughs> right. So we're going to just kind of break this down by, you know, various topics because you know there was a lot of information that came out and probably one of the biggest things that came out was the uh the fright pass which is new this year which is replacing the wristbands that we're all used to wearing over the past several uh seasons for fright pass fright fright pass <laughs> yeah. yes Go, sarah talk about these and for anyone i mean for anyone who's experienced a skip the line this year, if you haven't been to Fright Fest for a while or you haven't been Diamond Elite, the wristband experience for Fright Fest was similar to the skip the line experience where you would have to go wait in one line at member services. They'd have to scan everyone. They had to place the wristband on everyone's wrist. Um, and it was just a process. So instead of having to get a wristband this year, it is loaded every day, um, like every every night it, it refreshes and reloads onto your pass. If you are either a digital fright pass holder or if you are a Diamond Elite, Diamond Elite VIP, then you automatically have the fright, fast, fright pass um, benefits loaded on your pass. It's one of those valuable, um, now that a fright pass is what, $59.99 for the season? Yep. That's yep. a value. That's value added for Diamond Elite. Um where it used to be what was it 45 before I don't know what it was for a season, but it is value added. So, instead of having to go get this wristband and then having to show the wristband everywhere um to go through the house, you're simply going to present either your uh digital card or your physical card at the entrance of the haunted house and you can actually go into the portal not the app you really can't see it in the app right now if you go to the portal there's a fright fest um section so you just scroll down and it says fright fest and it automatically you can see where the list of houses are are uh listed the houses are listed and as you go to each one presumably you're going to see that they're checked off. So while we used to be able to go to the houses unlimited amounts of time with the wristband, now it's limited to one visit per house um, per trip to the park. So one, sorry, I should one trip through each house per visit to the park. So it is a, a little bit of a trade-off, but very few people go through these houses over and over again. Um, so if you're a junkie like us, you're going, you're going to have many opportunities to go through these houses anyway. So it's not a loss of value. So it's a huge change. Um, I like 
the idea that we have this because if this system works, then perhaps a skip the line in the future would work um, attached to our passes. I will say one of the things that I brought up in one of our live streams, it, in these situations, especially if you have multiple people on your phone, it actually becomes much easier to actually wear the physical pass when you have to scan at the beginning of the line. Um, just keep that in mind. For a, it's 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 just really easy to just hold it out rather than have to mess around with your phone or worry about phone batteries. So it's kind of exciting. Anyone can get a fright pass if you already have a season pass or a membership. You can it's an add-on. So the good <laughs> good segue. Good question. Yes. So if you have a season pass, um, or you have a something other than a Diamond Elite or Diamond Elite VIP membership, you can do an add-on of a Fright Pass. So you can either do a one-day add-on, and those are dynamic pricing. So they're going to be cheaper um, earlier in the season, and then they do get more expensive as the season goes. Or So I think they were, I want to say they were either $24.99 or $29.99, all the way up to like $45 or $50.00. Um, if you go later in the season or you can pay $59.99. That is the correct, right? $59.99 for the uh, all season for the all season. And it would work the same way as this diamond elite VIP where you can have one trip per house per visit and it will work digitally just in the same way. It'll just load every visit. Yeah. And if you're, if you're going to be going on Saturday nights, multiple times, the all season is probably your best bet because like Sarah said, it is dynamic pricing. So mm -hmm. when you start hitting those Saturday nights in October, you're paying almost as much as it is for the season anyway. So if you're going to be going more than once, you might want to go ahead and just get that season fright pass. Yeah. And it's priced. Um, it's priced the same with anything else to pays for itself in two or more visits. Um, there is an option to upgrade to Express. Um, right now, that is not a digital option unless you're doing a one day. So let's say you did a one day, you want a one day pass and it's $29.99. The Express would be then, um, I can't math today, it'd be $49.99. Um, there is supposed to be an option for those with a season fright pass or diamond elite um fright pass benefit to do a one day upgrade to express for twenty dollars there's not a digital option to do that right now but we have heard from other parks who started their fright fest this weekend that that was available in park so we're presuming that that um, will be available in park just keep in mind you can only visit each house once. So when you're doing a $20 um, upgrade, you can think of what that is per house. If that's a value to you, go for it. But it's not like it'll give you multiple visits. Yeah. In terms of visiting one haunted house, they do not sell individual tickets for a single haunted house. Um, if you're a diamond member, you do get that one single haunted house, but that is once per season so it's not yeah. every visit it's you get that one haunted house one time once a year yeah and you have to actually go into mypass.sixflags.com into your fright fest portal and select that house prior to going in it doesn't have to be 24 hours it can be like right there in the park but you do have to select the house so it's loaded and ready to go so it's a little trickier that one visit um, I have heard that there is a skew, like a, there's a number in the system for one haunted house. So at some point, maybe that becomes an option, but that hasn't been published. And we don't know if there will be different options right now. We're told everything is digital. We do not know what will be available for purchase at the park and how much it will be other than we have heard at other parks, the express upgrade is available. Right. If you want to be on the safe side, especially if you're going, you know, opening weekend, you might want to get that fright pass 
purchase online because just in case you get to the park and they're like, no, you need to order online. And you know, if you're at member services, all of a sudden they put you in front of that computer and be like, you got to place your order, you know, online for this. Um, so it is a little bit different. So we don't even know if you are trying to buy in park, if it's going to be one of those deals where it's sold at one location, it's not like wristbands. So I don't know if all the retail locations are going to have them like they have in the past. So kind of keep that in mind and you know until this gets rolling and we get a couple weeks in and have a little more clarity you might want to just sort of purchase online ahead of time just just to play it safe yeah yeah everything i'm reading says digital which in as we've been seeing more and more with the park when it says digital they ask you to step aside and make your purchase digitally that does mean that um your gift cards don't work for a digital purchase. Um, I know that's something that's a big deal to some. Um, so, I mean, definitely ask if you can use a gift card to purchase it at the park. Just, you know, go in expecting to be told no. And it's a bonus if they say yes and report back if you if you find a way to do it in the park. Yeah, if you're Diamond Elite, that will those will automatically be added onto your card. There's nothing you want to do. I'm assuming probably midweek we'll probably see the under our benefits probably the mine's there the though yours is there i haven't well, looked i know I it's in the, through the email or, okay so if you go into the i can see it um and i can actually change parks which is really cool because you can use this now with diamond elite you can use it at other parks with the digital freight pass add-on that's for Six Flags Great America. It is only for Six Flags Great America. So Diamond Elite does have an elevated benefit in that we can use it at any park. Um, if you buy a Fright Pass, you can't. You would have to buy a separate Fright Pass for other um, parks. But when I clicked through the email that was sent, the member email, it showed me my name, my pass number, and it was loaded. So if I go into my pass at sixflags.com, and I go to that Fright Pass area, I can actually go in there at the bottom. I have the option to select which park and I can actually see the names of all the haunted houses at the park. So it is, it's loaded. Right. And again, and that is through the portal. You're not going to see anything in the app. So if you're in the app looking for it, you're not going to see it. You do have to log into the, uh, the portal to actually see that be those benefits so they are there you know like your i did click through too i did see my uh my past the membership number and then all the the haunted house and if you have a member because i have one member that i pay for who i pay for who has gold plus it if you go into that area instead of seeing the list of available houses it encourages her to purchase a an all season right pass so again the big difference between all season and Diamond Diamond Elite all season is going to be only for Six Flags Great America. The all season Fright Pass and the one day Fright Pass only Six Flags Great America. The Diamond Elite is going to be valid at any park that you visit. All right, should we should we move yeah, on? The transition to shows I see in the comments. We've got we've got shows, but let's let's come back <laughs> to that because in order to see the shows, we need to get into the park. Yeah, we actually need to get in the park and um, they have announced that there is going to be an additional entrance to gain access into the park. They are going to be using the Hurricane Harbor line and entrance to get you in there. And I believe we're going to be going down the old path um, between like, you know, Max Force and Viper that used to be the entrance to Hurricane Harbor to get you into the park. So you can go either way. It doesn't matter if you're a member season pass holder, one day ticket holder, everybody can use yep. either line. So it's not like one line is a member line. We do presume that the member entrance will still be there. This is just another place and people who read the email are going to see it and be able to go that way. And people who don't won't. Um, we did notice in the email that it said that that entrance will close at five each day. <laughs> yes, it's the Viper path that we we spent like the whole beginning saying that path is never going to be open again. Um, but it's really nice to have that split um, and, you know, get you right into get you right close to the rides. 
Um, especially since you don't, if you were used, accustomed to picking up a wristband, you don't have to pick up a wristband anymore. You really can just go right in, start writing. The other uh, thing so we, keep we did see that's only till five. Right. That is only till, till five o'clock and they're going to close that out. Um, also keep in mind, um, and there's a little bullet point. I've seen it on their website. I saw it on the member newsletter. Um, if you are coming out to Fright Fest, you do need to arrive by 9 p.m. After 9 p.m., they are not letting anyone new in. If you are looking for re-entry into the park, 8 o'clock is the cutoff time. And this is not new. This is I think this has been the policy for Fright Fest for a long time. Um, it just at a certain point they they have to be able to kind of move their focus into making sure that everyone can enjoy the frights and get everyone through the houses. And it's really hard to do when you get this bunch of people at the end of the day trying to get through all the houses. It's not possible. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't throw that out there because. We're going to end up seeing a post at some point. Someone's going to make a post that they went out to their car or they walked over to Burger King and they came back at nine o'clock and they were denied entry. Well, and I know, I know our admissions people and especially the people in the exit when this policy is in place. This is again not the first year this has been in place. Um, I know that they're very good about saying you must re-enter. Like if they're giving you a stamp, they're going to say you must re-enter by eight. You must re-enter by eight. All right. Well, we'll go that segue with the show is that somebody threw a, <laughs> threw a comment up. So the full blown list of shows is out there. And, you know, the shows, the haunted houses we're going to go through. For those of you who were at the picnic, we all found this information out back in August in terms of what was coming, what's new, what's changing. So. And what was cast? Some of the casting. Yes, we know some of the casting as well. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things that now that it's public information, we can kind of share what we know from from this. In terms of the shows that are coming back, um, Love at First Fright will be back. Same with the Ringmasters Cabaret. The Uprising Parade is going to occur. So they're going to have the uprising and they're going to also still have the parade portion of it. And we were told that the uprising is starting to see um, some evolution and some changes. So we're excited to see that. And we were told of the possibility of it, it becoming more immersive and more 360. We're not sure what that will look like, but we were told to expect some changes to the uprising. It'd be nice if they kind of have a runway or something coming off that stage out into the, uh, the masses yeah. gathered in hometown square there. That'd be pretty, pretty fun. Um, a new show was announced. It's more of a kid friendly show. It's going to be the monster bash. And I believe that's taking place on the stage in. What's that? Mardi, Mardi, Gras? Mardi Gras. Yeah. I believe it's the Mardi Gras stage. And there's also going to be a kids club monster dance party. Um, which we were told will be hosted by the cast of Monster Bash. So those will be the ones that will no longer be the Ringmaster cast doing the dance party. So I know there's probably some sad people out there, <laughs> the fangirls. Um, they gave Dan that very loud scream when he showed up at the picnic. Um, oh, and we have a Nightmare Scream Machine? The Correct. Nightmare Rhythm Machine will Rhythm be back machine. as well. And same with the Witching Hour. Yeah. Witching Hour will be uh, will and be. Um, Ringmaster and Love at First Fright are going to be inside the Grand Music Hall so this will be the return of the Grand Music Hall it hasn't been open to the public since 2019 um, it will be a obviously a masked area but that's really exciting yeah so yeah keep that in mind too you know along with the mask anywhere indoors um, if you're there for Fright Fest so Grand Music Hall, shops, indoor restaurants, you do need to have your mask. I mean, technically, restrooms, um, you should have the mask on in there. But, yeah, you know, it's mostly, you know, the shops, the restaurants, Grand Music Hall. Make sure you have a mask with you or spare mask in case you lose. We were confirmed that we'll see our favorite witchy returning. So yeah. that's witchy really exciting. Will be back. 
Um, somebody asked about the naughty version of Love at First Fright. Probably not in the post no. Me Too era. No. It's I, I think um Six Flags has really doubled down on being a family environment. And um there's just a lot of things to consider with that. So YouTube lets that live on. Yes, you can always find that on YouTube if you uh if you search for it. That it will definitely pop up. I'm sure there's multiple versions of the show that you can uh find out there on YouTube. So where do you want to go next? Scare zones or haunted houses? Uh let's go with the houses. All right. So there have been changes to couple of the haunted houses there are two new additions this year there is bloodshed which is the one that is going to be over right by the demon that you've probably seen walls up yeah. for quite some some time and now we're told those walls will stay up correct we were told they will yeah. they can stay up and that's replacing um infestation that used to be in southwest territory um, where they would have to rush to put it up and they don't they can keep this other one up. And they can do a lot more work with it with it being up all season long. So they can actually, if they want to change anything up with it from season to season, it gives them that opportunity that while the park is still open in general public, they can actually still be in there working as I mean they have been for the past several those walls seem like they've been, went up they've been up for a while. Um, so yeah, because they were all the way enclosed by the time the picnic came along. Yep, yep. And then we have condemned is the other new addition, and that is the one that is located over in the county fair games area. And we were told that this is the third sort of iteration of the haunted house. It started as the uh, what was it medical. Is medical mess massacre? Yeah, and that was sort of like phase one of it, and then phase two was last season. Which why is the name escaping me? Infected. Yes, infected, and that's where you. If you remember walking through there, there were a lot of plants on the walls, and I was told there were some. There we were told there was like eggs. I don't recall seeing the eggs, but I'm sure there were eggs in there, but. This third iteration, with it being condemned, we're going to really understand what was going on. Why were there leaves all over the Why were there eggs? So, um, we're yeah, surprised. Yeah. And just like even Brent even says, I was surprised that there was like evolving storylines with some of the, the houses. That was kind of new to us. And yeah, it's nice to have some, it's nice to have it evolve and, you know, it can be new to people. Uh, um, like it can be fresh and new to people who go all the time and fresh and new to people who it's their first visit. So it's very cool. We did hear like some slight changes, like Sadie, what did he say? Sadie, Sadie has, left, has left the building. <laughs> no. Um, where was she? Manslaughter Manor. I think so. Yeah. So I'm gonna throw it in the comments if you know where Sadie was located. Um, she was in Southwest in the old Trailblazer uh, arcade. Yeah, coming back. And then we- there was one other. Was there another change? Oh, the, it works. We're told to expect some improvements to the Big Top. Yes, some Big Top. So Big Top Terror will be back. Thirteenth um, Order is returning again. Um, Gates of Hell and Manslaughter Manor. Believe it or not, I've never been in Big Top. I haven't been in it. It's just always had a long line and it's just at the point where I think we hit that part of the park right where we just want to keep moving and um, so maybe I'll hit that this year. I was about to ask, was it because of fear of clowns that you... No, I don't have fear of clowns. (laughs) I actually like don't have fear of most things like i'm the person that the scare actors probably hate because i just laugh um because it's amusing but i have not been in big top terror so i will make that um a goal there you go i'm just looking to see if there's any comments or anything on the haunted houses for removal. i don't think i went in 13 order 13th order either what was i doing in 2019 i probably thought i had all this time um another 
Not sure. It's just a Facebook user. Um, we don't know who's oh, big sitting on there. Oh, Candy Trail. Uh, we don't have confirmation on that. We were told that hopefully it would return and it would be in the ride graveyard, correct? Yes. But there wasn't the at I don't have I don't think the details yet? Were, Yeah, I don't think that was it and hasn't been confirmed. I, I know the intention. I mean, with that, they they generally, I believe, find sponsors that provide the candy. Um, so if it's returning, it will be in the ride graveyard, which is now going to be in um, the walkway around Buccaneer Battle, correct? Yes. Yep. Yes, which kind of will segue us into the... Uh... The scare zones because the um, the graveyard is actually considered the ride cemetery technically I guess <laughs> but is considered actually one of the scare zones which has now been moved over to the area right in front of Buccaneer Battle. They can't take its old residence because that is where we have our bloodshed haunted house now. So that's a new location. It is returning. Um, I know. Some people were a little concerned that maybe it might not be back when they saw the haunted house go up there. But yeah, it will uh, definitely uh, be back. And yes, we are going to go through the whole 900 uh, <laughs> scare zones that uh, that Knox said during the uh, <laughs> press, so-called the press conference that he did along with the ringmaster were... And Knox will be limited engagement this year. He'll Just, still be around, but yeah. not as predominantly as years past. So in terms of scare, scare zones, the returning scare zones are Dark Waters, Forbidden Forest, Henchman Alley, Lost Circus, Lost Souls, Underworld, and Wretched Meadows. The two new additions are Demon Lair and Nightmares. And drop in the comments, what is your favorite scare zone? Your favorite returning scare zone? Which of the 900, 900 <laughs> scare zones do you prefer? I really like the two that were new and at least two that I knew that were new in 2019 that I thought that they did a great job with was Wretched Meadows, which is right as you enter Southwest. I thought that that was amazing just like su such an immersive entrance and then the which is the one that was like the over by joker all the old popcorn um that might be henchman alley no henchman alley i thought they were by justice league but i'm thinking lost circus lost circus lost circus yeah lost circus, yes. lost circus with the joker there I, I i just love anything that's immersive and i thought they did they were great Going by Yankee and Little Dipper, probably with the chainsaws. <laughs> chainsaws were over in Yukon, maybe they had the little the because they had um the cabin up. Yeah, I'm not sure the name on the chain on the chainsaws. If you know where the chainsaws were, um they've moved ahead, around go. a little bit. Okay, Hedgeman Alley was the one by Justice League, okay. is what we're being told. Um, yeah. Somebody wants the vampires to return. They they were around in 2019 in Orleans. Yeah, they were. We have vampires in our group. We do. Um, and something really cool, like one of the things that people see all the time is you see these. Here's some fun fact: you see the tombstones, and they have the tombstones for um, a pirate's were by there. I forget. It's, I don't think we have the pirates anymore. I think the pirates. I think they're the go karts and Little Dipper for that's that's what I thought they had they had a cabin, but people see that you see different um, defunct rides have tombstones. There's also tombstones with like names on them. All of those are real people who works for six for worked for Great America, um, so they're usually inside jokes. Um, uh, some are full-time managers. Some still actually work at the park. Um, some, I think a, a bunch of are in games and attractions. But there's currently a sweepstakes on the Six Flags um, Six Flags website 
by Snickers. And one of the prizes is that you could get your own tombstone that would yes, be at the park. So I think that's a really cool prize. So if you see that, those are real people. There are some of the people that I know on there and the inside jokes really are funny if you know the people. Um, but it would be really funny. So if I were to oh, Susan at the tomb. I am hoping they give Susan a tombstone. Yeah. Just sort of looking through the comments here. Yeah. No coffin, no yeah. coffin challenge. No coffin challenge. I think that makes sense. Um, we we we're we're very fortunate to have this event this year and have it actually be Fright Fest. Remember last year, none of the parks had a full Fright Fest. It yeah. was it and was it's a slightly different different name as well. I'm trying to recall what was what it Hollow Fest. You didn't have it, so right. if you went to it in another park, but it was very. Um, watered down so it's they should have a grave for the junkies group <laughs> i agree maybe we'll make friends with somebody in the sign <laughs> shop um yeah, yeah. james confirmed it was hollow fest. hollow fest okay yeah it is there's my if you ever see the one oh i don't know if it says larry w or larry wine it he's the former um He's the former ops director. And it's something about like making money. <laughs> um, he was very good at making money, <laughs> finding things to charge. But so, yeah, there's, we, we are, we can talk about things that we don't have anymore, but I really don't think that we've lost any major value. We have our houses, we have indoor shows, um, we have expanded outdoor shows, so we really, um, we're really set up for a great event this year. Right. And we are the only park in the chain that has two back-to-back -back indoor shows as well. None of the other Six Flags parks have two shows at their indoor theater. It's pretty cool how they change it over in between the two and you can you can see the remnants of both and how they do it but it, it's it's really cool we don't know how the scene is going to be i don't even know mm -hmm. if there's even social distancing i think don't haven't yeah. seen anything about it i don't think there's going to be we haven't heard anything about it um obviously that's something that everyone's gonna have to i i don't know that that's gonna if they do that they can't put everyone in there they're going to turn people away um so it's for sure going to be up to everyone's comfort level if they want to be inside they know they're going to be inside with a lot of people oh fright fested sweepstakes includes fright fest admission for two flash passes parking photo pass two season passes and fifty dollars in stickers can't go huh. wrong with fifty dollars of snickers yeah, <laughs> I'm seeing the where are they located. I'm not sure what this. Are is you asking about to. the shows? They're in the Grand Music Hall. If you're asking about something else, you can follow up. While they're doing that, why don't we talk about one more kind of key point here? Now they haven't fully announced the menu or the dining options for. Um, Fright Fest, in terms, is there going to be any specialty items? There's only one that we know of right now, which is the frightening Fanta Fizz drink. And I kind of jotted this down. Just so I read this verbatim, what this actually is. It says it's infused with candy corn syrup. Fanta orange drink is made with whipped cream topping and sprinkles and served in a spooky souvenir cup for the low, low price of $7.99. Discounts apply. Discount member discounts apply. We do earn six times rewards on that. And for the adults out there, for an additional two dollars, you can have vodka added <laughs> to your drink. So just a note, um, if you purchase an order on the app, number one, ordering that specialty drink on the app. Last time when we had a specialty drink, it was it didn't get to the bartenders because it has to be made like you could order it at JB's or order it at Strutter's, 
but it never got to the bartenders. So it, I'm talking in 4th of July when we had a specialty drink. So then it was a whole thing when I went to pick mine up and I felt so bad for the bartender because I'm standing there and he's making drinks and he doesn't have somebody actually would have to walk over and tell him. So I would not mobile order any of these drinks. Um, the second reason I wouldn't mobile order it is you don't get points if you mobile order. So you're giving away your six time points as if they're actually going to give you six time points last time. It was four times points and somehow I spent, I, I got 48 points for something that I should have gotten like 1200 points for because they actually, well, they forgot it. Did math, well right? Yeah. It, it's six they points. They didn't math, right? I still, I'm sure they'll fix it for me. I have not, I, I haven't actually walked over to member services to get it fixed, but Keep an eye out for it. Doesn't always. I I think that the member points are done manually when they're bonuses, and it is probably someone in a calculator that's calculating four times one instead of four times twenty-five. They're using an abacus. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, I will be ordering that drink because I just want the cup, and I am weirded out by candy corn syrup. So I'll probably just order. Just the drink, hold everything except for the Fanta. Give me a cup of whipped cream, please. Uh, no, not I don't even want the whipped cream. Just I'll just take the orange drink and the little um, fun straw. We've seen pictures of people who have um, purchased it, and some people really love it. Um, if you really want a lot of sugar, and I'm sure if you want it <laughs> spiked, it'll be a great experience. Yeah, we have just, some evidence of other kinds of concoctions at bars at other parks. So we yes, can... keep in mind though, with the discount on the drink that is on the non-alcoholic version, if you're throwing the vodka in there, you're not going to get the. Uh, the but you discount. can use your gift card. <laughs> you can use your gift card. Yes, gift cards are valid at all the bars in the park. So Brent That's and I have various you know, bonus points. If it's six times points. And you're buying it, you know, you're buying a $10 drink. That's some serious bonus points. Yeah, and if you're looking for the drink, it is available at four locations. Strutters, JB's, Antoine's, and the Funnel Cake Foundry will be where you can find that specialty. Uh, and the specialty, specialty cups are while supplies last. Um, I'm assuming, yes. Because 4th of July Fest, I ordered the specialty drink and I ended up with a normal plastic they ran out pretty quickly on fourth of july of those um yeah 9.99 is not bad um especially yeah if you're somewhere like six flags if you were at disney they'd be charging you 20 dollars for that um yeah they will run out so if you really want the cup or you want the drink for the cup do it the first week um because especially now, I mean, I don't anticipate, I mean, I'm sure they ordered more than they had 4th of July, but they ran out before, pretty soon into the second day, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they should know, we have 7,000 people in the group, so they, uh, everyone's going to come and get the coffee. I so mean, there's at least 7,000. not like later. my family didn't buy four or five of them, but like, they were really good. <laughs> the 4th of July ones were really good. <laughs> No, nine ninety nine no. isn't bad for a special no. cocktail. Nope. I think the, Brittany, the discount fifteen. Yeah, if you're saying the discount, Brittany, that's on the non non alcoholic. You don't get any discounts on any alcohol in the park. And so we we knew. I, I was looking through because we archived um, a lot of 2019 into photo albums. So we did have a significant amount of specialty food items. In 2019, um, some of the things that we might see are as, as a special, a special yeah. flavor of cotton candy. Sometimes we have special flavors. Snickers funnel cake. Yeah, um, especially if they're a big sponsor. Is that already been announced? A Snickers. That has not been announced. I'm holding out hopes. I'd really love to see an apple or caramel apple funnel cake. I think that would be to die for. Or like when they had fall, back when they had the fall, they had like a fall food festival, maybe 2018. And there were like these caramel, caramel drizzle 
churro thing. Oh, they were so good. And wasn't there like some monster burger too that they had? Monster burger was 2019. Our buffalo chicken quesadilla actually came out of Fright Fest. It yep. was the Diablo quesadilla. Um, so we've we had Takis nachos. We don't have Takis anymore, but I did see evidence from another park doing um flaming hot Cheeto nachos or maybe like a walking taco type flaming. I don't know. I'm all about, yeah, caramel apple cake. Anything like apple in fall, that is me. I am, you know, I'm we've, not the pumpkin person on there. You've so. seen pumpkin dipping dots before. Um we will have the Starbucks will have the specialty fall drinks, correct? Yes, they will have these specialty drinks. So you can get your pumpkin spice lattes, or if you're looking to get the um the apple crisp macchiato iced or hot they should have those as well i love how we're making this transition from pumpkin to apple i've been begging for this for years <laughs> i'm just not a pumpkin person at neither all am I. neither am I. I i cannot stand pumpkin pie so just keep that away. trudy's of course will have their hand dipped caramel apples so while that's not a snack it's a great thing to use you can use your discount you can use your gift card on it um they are always delicious I'm right Hot there apple food's option. I I want to say that haven't they had those before? They might have. Um, we have not heard about the refillable. We know that in 2019 there was a refillable Fright Fest um hot drink um option, just like there was one in Holly in the Park. I was actually able to purchase a Fright Fest one. Um, so we'll keep our eyes open for that. To see if, because uh, in Fright Fest 2019, I know that it was hot. It wasn't spiked, but um, hot apple cider or coffee went in it. Yeah, speaking of purchasing things, I know that you've got, we have, you've seen a little bit of the, uh, from the other merchandise. So what what have you seen? What is, what is new? So I have seen a lot. I've seen socks. So I've been looking through so some um fright fest themed socks that you like high socks white hoodies gray hoodies glow in the dark a whole lot of merchandise and i've seen a significant amount that have been in youth sizes as well as adult which is really nice so you'll be if you've still got that gift card burning a hole in your pocket you can outfit the whole family um i've seen you can think about it it's on a local on a fright fest logo i really think they've outdone themselves on merchandise this year at least from what i've seen i know i've seen some pictures from texas and from magic mountain so far um and just really some great logos i think it's a monster so the two that we got that were like the new ones and we'll still see older designs it's like a octopus type monster and then is the other one the little girl within, or was that last year's? I was told that the, are you referring to the, like the doll holding the axe? I was told mm -hmm. Jamie actually, so that was from last year. She actually picked okay. that design up down in St. Louis. So maybe it's just the tentacled monster this year is the, the I know that's not a lot of it. It's a kraken or what it is, but. <laughs> but really the white is really cool. Because if you're wearing those white hoodies and you go into a house with black light, it's going to just be really amazing. Yeah, so. be sure if you're going to purchase merchandise that you get in there before our moderator Chris does because he <laughs> like one of everything. Um, by the way, if you guys see Chris at Fright Press, make sure that you get a selfie with him and ask him for a pin and wristband. He loves meeting all of our members. So make sure <laughs> to say hi to Chris if you happen to see him out and about in the... Uh, park because fright fest is his time of year i mean he, he'll be there i'll be volunteering on the 18th um so i don't know i won't have all the time to to shop right away but i also have a child with birthday the second day of fright fest who's like all i want is a shopping spree for things at fright fest so yeah speaking of volunteering if any of you are in coaster challenge be sure to say hi to members of the junkies team that you will see volunteering um keeping track of people's rides um the distance on there or i guess trackers is our yeah in the title but yeah we will be there from one to five i believe 
So if you see us by any of the ride entrances, even if you're coming off the ride and not part of it, just make sure you say hi. We'll be uh, we'll, we'll be around. We'll probably be in a Coaster Challenge t-shirt and doing our thing. And the one thing I do want to bring up, I meant to bring this up when we were on the haunted house topic. I want to kind of circle back that the AAP, formerly known as the ADA, is valid for the haunted houses. We got clarification from the park on that. Um, you just have to make sure that you do either have a fright pass or you are a Diamond Elite member with that with the fright pass um, perk on there. In addition to having the AAP, just you can't if you just have an AAP and no fright pass, you're not getting in the haunted houses. You do still require that um, fright pass, and the same AA rules apply. So if there's a wait, you'll need to wait the standard waiting period for the haunted house. So if ADAs are at an hour that day or 45 minutes, you do have to wait that 45 minutes between houses. We're going to presume that right now that all the mat from what I've read, that all the houses will have masks. Um, if for some reason, just because they are enclosed, so I would expect to have one ready. Um, yes, we do have a team to this. I think well, this is cycling back to. to yeah, Coast Coast we, we do have, have, have a team. team. Yep, I know. I'm two, my two of my kids are are on the team. They'll be riding in the morning, and I'll be volunteering in the afternoon. I'll be riding in the morning. Only going the five. <laughs> We're gonna get a lot of. So if you're in Coaster Challenge, and we have a member appreciation. We're going to get a lot of riding out of what is it? Max Force and Wizard and Max Force, Wizard, Viper, and Raging. Yeah. And then the next week after uh, Coaster Challenge is a member appreciation and it's Max Force and Wizard, isn't it? I think so. I think so. So, yeah. A lot of, lot of riding the rides at the front of the park and a free icy before it gets super, super cold yep get your icy if it's the spot where you're filling it yourself just be sure you're fighting the fight off the wasp before you <laughs> start pouring those yeah somebody said they do viper over and over again well you could if you can if you're doing the coaster challenge absolutely and if you're on our team we'll definitely have to do a team photo in the morning yes look for us find us we're very some of us are easier to find than others. Um, <laughs> Sarah and Jamie being the two hardest ones yeah. to find from the group. I don't know how you miss Jamie being like 6'2", and she's loud. <laughs> um, I think we covered everything that was dropped. I mean, we're don't expect Fright, Fright Fest to be dead. We're in an area where people are just happy to have things open. Um, we anticipate that a lot of people will be enjoying Fright Fest. So really pack your patience. Oh, if you have children. We haven't talked about what if you have children. So Fright Fest, if you have children, you can safely attend Fright Fest up until 5 p.m. every night. No scares. It's going to be like a regular park day with the decorations up. The fright. What what time is um, uprising? Every uprising is at five forty five. Yeah. So between five and six, it usually does get pretty busy at the front gate. So plan ahead if you're coming to the uprising. But um, if you are with somebody who doesn't want to be scared or doesn't want frights. Just plan a day trip. And then if you're somebody who doesn't want the day trip and you want to just come in at night, plan to come in. I wouldn't wait until five o'clock to come in, um, but come in and enjoy the frights. Uprising kind of brings everybody out and then the frights begin. Um, be respectful of the monsters. They are all people. We have plenty of scare actors in our group and they love their job, but it, it isn't, you know, they're still people. Let's, we don't, 
we don't touch our scare actors. They're not going to touch you. Um, they're pretty respectful. Um, but I've heard people say things to them as if they're not real people and just, just be kind, um, and enjoy. It's, it's more fun and immersive if people are respectful. 6 p.m. Yeah. After the, after the up, uprising. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, I, we've traditionally, we have Columbus day where it's open, but it is no frights. So that's one day just don't plan your big fright fest outing on Columbus day. There aren't frights. No, you'll be, you'll be disappointed. I mean, unless you want to <laughs> come and look at decorations in the park and hear, you know, yeah. music as you're walking around, but. So it really is like every night, every, every operating day is really split into two. So you've got kind of a transition between five and six. Um, but from open till five is no scares. And then basically from six on the monsters come out. Um, they do a big, the witching hour is when they really come out and uh, come out strong. <laughs> And they all kind of move up towards the front of the park when that happens too. So it's, you're trying to, especially yeah. if you're going through like Orleans, they're, they're all over the place. I mean, the, the haunted house lines, the earlier you go, the better to get in. Um, for especially some of the bigger ones, you like our strategy is to start with a different one each time because the lines can get pretty long. They do move them through. Um, but you've got people, a lot of one day express holders that you'll see because if somebody's going and that's their one time people for don't bat an eye, um, spending $60 for a day for haunted houses because they're getting, what do we have? Six houses, six houses. Yep. You're getting six houses. So if you like, if they're spending 60, it's only $10 a house. Um, so you get a lot of general public one day express holders and that really does slow down the line for everything else um so be ready to wait in line there are some that are weather dependent so if it rains the house has to shut down but when you did express you did each and that's no longer going to be a thing so we will see if that helps the line that might help the line a little bit especially on a Saturday that everyone can really only go through once I'm sure if you really wanted to buy uh if you have Diamond Elite and you want to go through twice and you really wanted to buy a one day on top of it you could if you really wanted to do that you'd love the house that much you're like I yeah. can't get in there tonight yeah but again Plan that out as of now ahead of time because we're not sure if those fright passes will be available in park for purchase. Yeah, they're probably going to be available in park, but you'd still have to do it through your phone. So if you're not really quick and um, easy, yeah, Express was extra 15. Now it's an extra 20. Um, but yeah, plan out. I think the, I mean, if you've, I have a little bit of a brain fog right now. Um, put in the comments, which house do you recommend hitting first? To, if you're trying to get all of them. Yes, no wristbands this year. We covered that at the beginning. Yep, yeah, it's all the, uh, the digital fright paths. So you either need to have your physical, if you're you know Diamond Elite member, either have your card with you or have your phone. All right, so we have. I I was gonna say Gates of Hell or Thirteenth Order, but yeah, do they have the same? They're different. Um, so the question was, do does each house house generally have the same thrill level level, or they, or they differ? I think they differ. I think they do a really good job of mixing up the type of fright. So it may just fall with what each person's where each person's personal fear is. So like if you're afraid of clowns, you go through Big Top, that's going to be pretty terrorizing. <laughs> um, but then if you're, you know, I don't need, there's other frights and other like that. Now they don't have it, um, infestation, but like if you don't like bugs or creatures, that's going to be a really bad one. Um, are we able to call and purchase the fright passes? 
at this point we have not heard of that i it's it's all online i wouldn't count on being able to purchase in the park you're definitely welcome to try to call but we don't want to overwhelm we don't want to overwhelm our friends and guest relations yeah. <laughs> i mean it they said it's digital and you need to do it online. I don't know if you call in how they would put it on your pass. Brittany has an interesting uh, strategy here. Start counterclockwise with the second house. Okay. Because you figure people are probably going to go to the first house, either which way you're going in the park. Oh, it's my ride strategy. You go, instead of going to Braging Bull, you go to X-Flight and... And then you go over to uh, Goliath because the Raging Bull people are going to come to X-Flight just as you're getting off. And then you, yeah. 13th order and Gates of Hell are scary. I think, didn't they used to, in the map, I wish we had Chris here. Um, in the map, didn't they used to have like a number of tombstones or something to give a scare level? They might have. I don't, that I don't recall. Yeah, we need, mm -hmm. we need the Fright Fest historian. Yeah, I have I I've just a brain fog right now. I don't know. It's been so long. We haven't had Pride Fest for two years. They did. Okay. <laughs> I used to I'm work at the Mausoleum of Terror. I used to sell tickets at the Mausoleum of Terror back in the day. Um, that was my favorite thing to sell tickets there. Oh, here's oh. a good one. It's great to meet you at the picnic. We don't, we're only Facebook <laughs> users, so we're not sure who we're talking to on this, but, but it, was it was great, great to meet everyone. everyone. We love meeting all the members at the picnic. That was an awesome time. Yeah. Um, My favorite thing about Fright Fest, I just love anything that's an immersive experience. So when they kick up the theming, I, I love it. I love people watching people screaming and running around too. Yes, it's very entertaining. The people watching is amazing. Um, you know, just the whole the theming, the atmosphere, that whole, you know, Halloween like vibe. Um, it's probably my favorite part of it. I mean, there's some the shows are great on there. Um usually Fright Fest rolls around. That's also when I start stepping back from the rides. I don't know. I don't know if it's being 46 and I just <laughs> don't appreciate coasters in the cold. Those just and for those of you out there who ride the coasters during holiday in the park, more power to you guys. <laughs> that's I'm tapped out on that one. I'm like, there's no way there. There's just no way. Here's a good one. Good. Are the actors swarming all over the park or just in specific scare zones? So they are in their zones, um, but there's a flow into each zone. So there are very few places in the park where you won't have scare actors. Um, so I know the park has tried different combinations in the past of having like a scary side and not scary side. They're pretty much everywhere. I believe at witching hour, they can go anywhere though. Right. I think so. I think they witching hour. I think they can go anywhere. I think they just kind of pull everybody more up front. So they're getting you on your way out of the park. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, they're in their scare zones. But as you saw, the list of scare zones is pretty extensive. And once you 900, <laughs> once you do the math of where they are, they're they're every there are very few places where there won't be scare actors. And again, do not touch them. They will not touch. You. They're they're just people in costumes. They're actors. They're actors. They. They're great. One time I was walking out. I had one. It was raining. I had one walk all the way to the front of the park under my umbrella. And we just shared a moment. And that's all it was. <laughs> Witching hour. They're all together. Okay. Yeah. So they can mix themes. It It's in. Because they're live and they're real people. And it that interactive piece. You can get a different fright every time you walk through. And I think I that's why I really liked. Um the area by Joker is they had some really good actors over there that were just really good at interacting with everyone and, and playing their character. So things, uh, witching hour is only up front bridge to bridge. 
Oh, is that trestle to trestle? So the railroad trestle to trestle? Is that or the covered bridge to covered bridge? It might be the train train bridge. Trestle to trestle. Yeah. No train. We don't have train. <laughs> we but don't have train at Freight Fest. <laughs> yeah, not the uh I don't know if it's gonna be under normal operation that it'd be running or not, but there is yeah. no Halloween lay overlay. Yeah, of the, of the attraction. It was really cool back when we had that. It was. Not not currently having that. And that stage is going to be pretty busy, starting at five forty-five. Oh yeah. All right. Any other questions? I think yeah, I think we covered it. everything. I think we have. Um, I know I don't have the list in front of me. I know that on the we've posted on our page it's on the website in terms of the rides that typically kind of have a more of a fright fest appeal to it where they kind of maybe switch names on i don't know if necessarily they're changing names but they add a little more theming yeah i mean traditionally somebody mentioned the carousel traditionally they um dye the water red can we transfer a season fright pass to oh no no um those are very those are park specific so if you purchase a fright pass to for six flags great america it's only gonna the season fright pass is only gonna work at six flags great america if you want one that transfers to other parks you may want to consider a diamond elite membership because that one will transfer to other parks all right last call here for comments or questions we've got the bears kicking off here <laughs> 15 minutes so either way the stream's gonna end by 7 20 <laughs> light um yeah pumpkin king he's sometimes he's out in the front he he was having some mechanical issues he was in the he's been in different places i'm not sure what his status is yeah, I'm not so sure. He's been in the graveyard before. <laughs> but if, if he's able to welcome us, that would be amazing. I like when he welcomes us, but I know he's a big guy with a lot of mechanical considerations. And he's been around for several years, too. Yeah. Anything else? Anyone? last chance for your questions ask now or you know go ahead and leave it you know in the comments everyone can leave here and do the snickers uh snickers sweepstakes and we'll see if one of us can get a tombstone oh larry larry fun fact the first year larry was up there and then they had like the silhouettes they had a problem because so many local people they had the silhouettes there and it was on fire and maybe this is before larry people were calling 911 reporting an accident on sky truck tower <laughs> and it was happening a lot so i'm i'm wondering if that was before larry and larry was at it to make it more clear that the people weren't really on fire but that was a thing when they first put the silhouettes in there that's right i'll see we'll see everyone for a coaster challenge Yes, I believe Caleb is actually one of our volunteers too. Oh yay! Working with us, and scare actors on coasters would be awesome. I have not been to Halloween Horror Nights. I probably everyone comes out, so it's like an uprising, as in they're all coming out of you know the grave and they let them out and. They all come out and they're on trolleys and walking, do their thing. The parade goes from hometown square into um, around Mardi Gras, and then they all go to their houses. Cool. Why, well, you're welcome, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I guess that will do it for uh, our Fright Fest 20. 21 preview i'm sure we'll probably do another one of these once fright fest starts to kind of give our thoughts and insights on uh um 
I'm just seeing a message on here. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to pop this on screen. That was for the group. That was for the group. The group. <laughs> that is called Taking One for the Team. And shout out to Tsunami Surge for winning a golden ticket. Honor for being, what was it, the best new water ride or best new? Yeah, something like the best water, best new water. In a family water park. It won, it won an award. So award-winning tsunami surge. Hey, I know that you know I took one for the team, but I am going to give a shout out to my fiance Laura, who I'm not sure if she's watching or not, but uh, well, she's getting ready she's, for the Bears. She loves the Bears. She, yeah, she loves the Bears. <laughs> Huge Bears fan. Um, she actually really took one for the team because she was out at Media Day in Rockford, and it was about 35 degrees, and she actually decided that she was going on their new their new slide which was tidal wave um luckily i guess you don't get that wet on there so it wasn't like tsunami where i just that big wall of water just hit you when you go up that first incline but yeah it was a lot colder for her than it was for me on media day all right all right well thanks for tuning in on here we will go ahead and uh put this on to our YouTube page. So if you're not currently watching, you can watch us at a later time. Yep. We throw it up on our, also make it the podcast available. So if you want to listen to this on the go and not have to worry about the computer or anything, you can listen to us on the go. And always just pop in. If you have a question, you can always post it in the group. We'll yep. do our best. We gave the knowledge that we have now. Of course, there's things that we won't know um, until we all get to the park. So um Please be kind to, you know, we don't work for the park, so we are just giving you what we know. Please don't ever go to the park and say, but I was told um, by junkies, you know, or this is how it's always been. Let's just, you know, enjoy that we have Fright Fest coming back after yeah. a, an absence and um, just enjoy being in the park. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in and we'll... Uh... Talk to you guys soon. See you around the park. Bye.